With the Bihar Assembly elections only weeks away, the political developments in the state have headed off to an unexpected spin. While Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar's JDU and the BJP have finally reached a seat-sharing agreement with the JDU contesting 122 seats and the BJP 121, it's the LJP, BJP and JDU's political dynamics that's been rather puzzling. A former NDA ally, the LJP or the Lok Jan Shakti Party led by Chirag Paswan will be fighting the election solo. It's withdrawn its support from the NDA alliance. However, it will not be fielding candidates on those seats being contested by the BJP in the BJP-JDU seat-sharing arrangement. Not only this, Paswan has even gone to the extent of appealing to voters in Bihar to not cast a single vote for the JDU, adding that the state should have a BJP-led government. But interestingly, the BJP not only scrambled to reiterate their support for Nitish Kumar more than once, in a seemingly tacit response to the LJP, they also publicly declared that only those who accept Nitish Kumar's leadership in Bihar will stay in the NDA. So, what do we make of this complex relation between the trio? What kind of impact is the LJP's move likely to have on the NDA and Nitish Kumar's chances as he seeks re-election for the fourth time? To help us navigate through this political labyrinth, you'll hear from the Quint's political editor, Aditya Menon, and senior journalist Nilanjan Mukhopadhyay. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Shaul Puri. While the Mahagadbandhan parties appear to have come to an understanding with the RJD's Tejashvi Adav leading as the CM's face, it's the NDA faction that's raising curiosity. If there were undercurrents of displeasure between the LGP and the JDU over seat sharing initially, since it split, the LGP's rancor against the JDU has only gotten louder in the recent days. In an open letter to Bihar's voters, Chirag Paswan went on to warning that voting for JDU candidates will only force an exodus of Biharis while also saying that he has complete faith in PM Modi's vision. So the question is, what is the LGP playing at? It's worth noting that if on one hand the BJP snubs the LGP and asserts that no matter who wins, it's Nitish Kumar who will be the chief minister. On the other hand, Chirag Paswan has reportedly met union ministers J.P. Nadda and Amit Shah to discuss seat sharing quite a few times. Is there more than what meets the eye in the BJP-LGP's political relation? Senior journalist Nilanjan Mukhopadhyay weighs in. I think the LGP is part of the BJP's game. It is an effort... Uh on part of the BJP to eventually become the senior partner in the alliance once again. It is going to be a very complicated and a very treacherous process by which the BJP is field, you know, backing uh, the LGP tacitly to field candidates against the JDU. A large number of senior people from the BJP, at least two or three, that we know of while sitting in Delhi, have... Uh, moved from the BJP and gone to the LJP and they are being fielded in various constituencies against JDU candidates. There is no knowing when, whether these people will eventually come back to the BJP or whether they are going to stay in LJP. LJP in any case is not going to be a very big legislative party so the anti-defection law would be fairly easy to circumvent with. Hmm. 
So I see looking at it from a very macro picture. I look at it that the Bihar elections is completely scriptless at the moment. Everybody is going to play according to the minute. There will be several twists and turns, and there is a very uh, bitter, you know, <clears throat> game of one up, one upmanship between the BJP and uh, uh, the JDU in the offing. I think that we also must recall the animosity between Mr. Modi and Nitish Kumar in the past, in the pre-2014 days. I do not think that anybody has ever forgotten the bitterness which was there. They came together in 2017-16-17 onwards only because it was convenient for them. BJP was getting a foot in government and Nitish Kumar was able to continue minus the support of Lalu Yadav and his party. Apart from its decision to go solo in the polls, in some intriguing developments, the LGP not only poached three top BJP leaders into its party, but also indicated the possibility of fielding them against the JDU. And it's important to look at who the three BJP leaders are who have switched parties and which seats are they going to be contesting from under the LGP's banner. Rajendra Singh, who's been the vice president of the state unit, is going to be the LJP candidate from Dinara seat in Baksar district, which in the seat-sharing mechanism has gone to the JDU's Jay Kumar Singh, who's a minister in the Nitish cabinet currently. Rameshwar Chaurasia, a veteran BJP MLA, is likely to be the LJP's candidate from the Nokha constituency, and Jawahar Pasad, another five-time veteran MLA from Sasaram, has also reportedly joined the LJP supposedly because the seat has been given to the JDU. So, is there a possibility of a secret deal between the LGP and the BJP? The Quinn's political editor, Aditya Menon, gives his analysis. Obviously, one can't decisively prove these uh, backroom deals, uh, but the signs are all there. Uh, I mean, these three leaders are extremely important in this respect. You know, you have someone like Rajendra Singh, who is an RSS favourite, who he was unofficially the RSS nominee for the CM's chair in 2015. Uh, then you have Rameshwar Chaurasia, four-time MLA, Jawahar Prasad, a five-time MLA, also a staunch RSS person. Uh, then there are several other leaders who are now joining the LJP from the BJP. So, I mean, if you look at these leaders who are from a hardcore RSS background, who, are, who have spent decades in the BJP in various positions, they are not leaders who will rebel on a whim. They are... I mean, they're, they've been loyal to the party for so long. They won't overnight decide uh, to quit and join another party just because they were denied tickets. Uh, so it does seem that they have the blessings of their party while they're doing this. Another important sign here is the fact that the BJP hasn't sacked the LJP from the NDA. Ramilas Paswan remains a minister uh, in the union government. Uh, so... It, I mean, there are enough signs uh, which which indicate a secret deal between the LJP and the BJP. Now, why is the BJP doing this? Clearly, in the post-poll scenario, they want to have the upper hand uh, over Nitish Kumar and the JDU. Uh, they would definitely want uh, to have more seats than the JDU and emerge as the largest party in the in the alliance, um, so that they can get a better deal. If in, in case the alliance wins. So and there are many reasons why the BJP would do something like that. In the long run, obviously, uh, the BJP's plan is uh, to install a BJP chief minister in Bihar. Uh, so there are enough reasons why the BJP could play this secret game uh, along with the LJP against the JD. 
Although the situation is starting to look a bit tricky for Nitish Kumar now, how can the LGP change the game for the NDA and Nitish's chances at re-election? Does it have enough support to be impacting the outcome of the election? If we look at the party's past record, in 2010, it fought from 75 seats in an alliance with the RJD and won three seats. In 2015, it fought from 42 seats in an alliance with the BJP and smaller parties like the HAM and the RLSP and won only two seats. As LJP chief Ram Bilas Paswan convalesces from ill health, his son Chirag Paswan is steering the wheel. But is he biting more than he can chew? Back to Aditya here. So the LJP has a base of around 5% uh, reasonably well spread across Bihar. Obviously, they are uh, slightly more uh, concentrated in the uh, southern and central districts of Bihar and not the northern districts of Bihar. Uh, but it's reasonably uniformly spread out. Uh, the, the base is in the uh, the Pasi community uh, of to which Ramilas Paswan also uh, belongs. Uh, so, I mean, that base, that uh, community has been reasonably, uh, reasonably loyal to Ramilas Paswan and now uh, Chirag Paswan. So, it might happen that in in uh, seats where the JDU is contesting, uh, this community's vote or this vote bank might go towards the LJP and not towards the JDU. Now, the second uh, thing that uh, could happen is that in places where uh, Uh, active uh, active BJP uh, people with an active BJP background have been fielded. In those seats, you might have BJP voters and BJP workers working against uh, the JDU and in favor of the LJP candidate who has a BJP background. Uh, so, I mean, even that could cost uh, JDU a few seats. So, the LJP may not win too many seats. Uh, in the past, it has barely won two or three seats in the last two elections. Uh, so LJP, but it can damage uh, the JDU in a number of seats, uh, and in tightly fought contests, these these this number of seats could go way uh, up to 30 or 40. There is a slight difference between uh, Ramdas Paswan and Chirag Paswan's uh, uh, style of leadership. Uh, I think Chirag Paswan is far more closely embedded in the uh, pro BJP ecosystem than his father was. Uh, Ramlas Paswan, for much of his career, has been in what would call a secular, uh, uh, the secular camp in Indian politics. It's only a brief uh, stint in the Atal Bihari Vajpayee government uh, until his resignation uh, after the Gujarat riots, and then, uh, ironically, his support for uh, Narendra Modi after 2014. These have been his two main stints in in proximity with the BJP. Uh, Chirag Paswan, on the other hand, was decisive in in bringing Ramilas Paswan in the NDA fold. It was uh, his uh, initiative that finally led Paswan to choose the NDA over the UPA. It has been a, a pretty good deal for the LJP, uh, despite its uh, a small number of MPs. They uh, Ramilas Paswan became a minister in Modi one government as well as the second Modi government. Uh, so, I mean, for Chirag Paswan, the uh, the the stakes in the NDA are, are much more deeper than it would probably have been for Ramlas Paswan. Uh, but uh, what is similar in the two is that both Chirag Paswan and Ramlas Paswan essentially use their leverage uh, in Bihar to gain uh, gain some benefits in Delhi. 
So that approach is still similar between the two. While the LJP and BJP bond home is something that Nitish Kumar will definitely have to keep a careful eye on, the seat-sharing scheme between the JDU and the BJP may also be suggesting a weakened leverage for the JDU. As we've said, the party is contesting on 122 seats in the BJP on 121. While the JDU will be accommodating the Jeetan Ram Manji-led Hindustani Awam Morcha, the BJP will have to fit in Mukesh Sani's Vikas Shil Insan Party. But what is significant here is that it's the first time that the JDU and the BJP are contesting on an almost equal number of seats. Does it then indicate that Nitish Kumar's grip over the NDA alliance is weakening? But a seasoned politician like Nitish Kumar who in the past managed to outsmart the BJP is unlikely to not have a few tricks up his sleeve. Although the political balance is looking a bit precarious, are there ways for Nitish to maneuver out of this? Mr. Mukhopadhyay offers his analysis. I see the options for Nitish Kumar getting very fewer. At the moment he can just hope to have a higher strike rate than the BJP, winning a greater percentage of the seats from those that the JDU contests than the BJP. If it starts falling then we really do not know where things are going to go because I'm not also very sure that how much of grip nitish kumar would have on his own jdu how many of his legislators are going to remain loyal to nitish kumar when it actually comes to the crunch uh, clearly nitish kumar is not the political leader of the future he is playing his last innings whereas the bjp has has a long uh, you know you know several people waiting to come in mm. it is not that uh, a bjp does not have people you know it is not a one person party like the jdu is mm. fine at the moment there is over dominating presence of mr modi mm. but then there is a lot of bjp minus modi also which is very well entrenched in bihar mm. so i see that this is definitely advantage bjp and uh, that is how i see this entire situation but with so much about the india alliance still being a mystery there still may be more unexpected developments so stay tuned to the quint for all updates on bihar election if you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story playlist for episodic updates we'll have on apple google podcast spotify jio seven and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms For other podcasts please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section for any feedback shoot an email to podcasts@thequinn.com Thanks for listening log on to the Quinn's website and check out our other podcasts